morning, everyone, and welcome to the new media show. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, I want to welcome my now getting more healthy co-host, <laughs> Mr. Rob Greenley. Good morning, Rob. How are you? Doing good. It seems like it's been forever since I've been on this show. It's for since you know, from the traveling and being sick and all those kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's good to be back. So you know, and it's going to be you know, it's it's not going to change too much because I I leave on Wednesday for the uh, Worldwide Radio Summit and then NAB, but we can talk about that a little bit. But uh, yeah. So how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm going to be down. Uh, not in LA, but I'm going to be in Vegas on the 16th for uh, the Rain Summit, and then over to NAB on two panels now with NAB. So oh, good. there are actually two two podcasting panels at NAB, so which is good. It's good. One has, um, you know, has Rob and I on it, and. The other one is a little bit more of a different mix of uh, folks. Um, some have some podcasting experience and some kind of don't. So it'll be interesting. So I didn't know there was actually a second panel. So what is that one? Who's hosting? Is it a, who's uh, the moderator on that? Uh, the moderator is the CEO of digital LA. Um, oh, okay. Is putting on, um, I don't have it right in front of me, but it's, it's like a separate, completely separate track at, at the NAB event, um, oh. around kind of, um, oh, what's the theme of it? It's, it's more of an entrepreneurial, um, track down there about, you know, business and stuff. And podcasting is just one part of that. Right. So, so you're going to be down all week or how many days are you going to be there? Yeah, I'm going to be there from the 16th to the 20th. So I'm not going to be down there for the full full event but most of it well, let me look at the calendar 16th to the 20th so yeah i think there was oh, talk so about us there almost for the whole thing i yeah, get in on i get in on saturday too so where, where are you staying uh circus circus okay i think i'm renting a car so yeah, we can go do dinner or something be good yeah, that'd be great yeah i get uh the um yeah, so this Worldwide Radio Summit on Friday, I'm on a panel with that, but I decided to go down a day early and kind of hang out with the radio folks and maybe be able to do a little grin and grip and uh, do a little biz, you know, biz talk, mm -hmm. I guess, for Thursday and then uh, Saturday morning, fly to Vegas, and then uh, Sunday I'll be at the Radio Summit too, um, no, not the Radio Summit, the... Um, the Rain yeah, Summit? Yeah, oh, the great. Rain Summit. That'd be great. So I'll be That'd there. Be mm -hmm. uh, scheduled to meet with the rain folks on Monday. So they got a little meeting with them. Um, and it's just, you know, going to be going to be a full week. Uh, going to be carrying a camera and doing podcast stuff too, doing recordings and interviews. And got my rig shrunk down. Well, not super light, but at least so that it, uh, I'm not carrying a big camera this time, I'm carrying a small camera and, the wireless stuff. So uh, it'll be a one man show. Actually, Don Bain, the gadget professor is going to be there. So I'll be hanging with him a little bit. Him and I are doing some live, I guess a couple hours each day. So uh -huh. um, yeah, it's going to be a fun, fun week. I'm hoping. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be a lot of stuff go going on down there. That's for sure. I keep hearing more and more about different things, different events I need to go to or different. It's hard to kind of schedule yeah. it in. Yeah, I'm 
going to post a link to the panel sessions at the NAB. If anybody, it's like these crazy URLs that NAB has for yeah. linking to things. <laughs> you need to get uh, using Bitly and make a short one there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it, it works. There, yeah, there's going to be quite a few podcasters down there, so I'm I'm hearing someone might be doing a uh, a meetup one night or something. They may be scheduling something, but I uh, yeah, I, I think think it's um, yeah, I think we had a couple of uh, viewers of this program that wanted to have like a new media show meetup one of the nights. I don't know if it's like Monday night or something like that, but I Monday or Tuesday. So, I don't know if you want to try and try and do something or not. Yeah, it'd be good. I'd I'd like to. Uh, as as you said, there's a lot of stuff juggling, yeah. a lot of events. I think uh, Monday night is Showstoppers. I don't know if I'd want to do Monday night. I'd be at that event, but it's I've never been to a Showstoppers for NAB. I've been to Showstoppers for CES, and they're always mm -hmm. target rich environments where you can talk with a lot of vendors in a hurry. So. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we can, you know, some, I guess we can put the word out and maybe make it a part of a bigger event that the podcasters are going to be there too. So, yeah. Well, I'm sure that most of the, most of the people that would come to our, our, our meetup for this show would have something to do with podcasting probably. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So I, so go ahead. So I sometimes think that maybe this show needs to be renamed again. Oh, really? <laughs> to to the podcasting show or something like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think New Media Show covers it. Oh, it, oh, oh, it does, and it does leave us the option to go into other topics. So, although you've been having that. challenges getting uh, industry people to come in on the weekend because they don't yeah. work on the weekend, you know, I don't know what's changed with all that. I used to be able to get people to come in more, but it seems like that that possibility is dried up. So I guess yeah, we've gotten through all the people that are willing to do that kind of thing. Um, but there's also a lot of people in this space now that I don't really have. I mean, unfortunately to say, I don't have contact with anymore because they're so new. Um, you know, it's, there's been a lot of new people come into the podcasting space over the last uh, six months. Yeah. A lot and, of people I've uh, never heard of. Yeah. And I've never heard of them. And I, I consequently, I think a lot of them never heard of us. Yeah, it makes you wonder, you know, if, uh, and, and I think, you know, is that a, is that going to be a problem for them long-term when they have no interaction at all with the podcasting community and they're not engaging? You've got all these brand new companies that are quote unquote, trying to get ever you know, companies, I mean, trying to get podcasters for advertising and so forth, yet no one has a clue. No one that, you know, they've never introduced themselves to the community at all. Yeah. And it's. You know who is that community person now? I, I mean, I, th I mean, I think it's going to be interesting at podcast movement to see how how new people gel with the the existing people uh, or the the old timers. You know, um, it, it, you know, it's there's different cultures in this space now. There's the public radio folks that kind of kind of live in their own kind of orbit, and the comedians that kind of live in their own orbit, and and then there's just the everyday podcaster, which some of them are connected up and some of them aren't. So, right. you know, I mean, a lot of them, I mean, I talk to a lot of new people all the time and I don't, I don't get the sense that most of them know where to even start to get involved in the podcast community. I mean, a lot of them haven't even heard of podcast movement. So um, it's just, it's just the nature of, I, 
I think a relatively fast growing industry that um, people are very focused on what they're doing and not really looking outside of what they're doing. So, you know, we've, we've uh, started a new outreach program at Blueberry for new customers and um, every new customer gets a, a really a truly a personal email with a telephone number that they can call us and talk to us with. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then we're finding too, that, you know, some of the new customers are people that are migrating from other services, but some of them are truly new podcasters and mm -hmm. the, um, they are, they're kind of in the abyss of, uh, uh, of the space. You know, they heard about podcasting. They want to start, they've done some research and, uh, and that's really the extent of it. So, you know, one of the things that we've done is we've started to provide kind of a resource list to new customers and mm -hmm. give them some places where the community is. We, you know, give them a link to Google Plus for, uh, podcast uh, communities, Facebook, uh, you know, try to at least give them some social links to be able to, you know, spread their wings per se and connect with the, with the space. And, I, that um, I can't tell you the number of emails we've gotten back from mm -hmm. these new customers saying, "Wow, uh, wow, thanks for hook, you know helping me hook up." And so they they almost feel then that they become part of the well, what they do they become part of the community instead of being mm -hmm. a lone wolf. I think yeah. too often the so many of the uh, content creators may be hanging just with maybe the forums within the service company that they're using or whatever, but we're, and we're trying to at least give these folks a, a place to kind of hang out with, uh, with their peers. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's been, that's been going on for, for a long time. I mean, there's definitely more resources and more ways that a podcaster can, can connect with the community. But, but I think, I think it's hard for some new podcasters to see, uh, a tremendous value in that yet. Um, I think that they're so focused on trying to create the show that the idea that they have, you know, I, and I'm sure you're this way too. I work with a lot of new podcasters too, ones that are just kind of getting off the ground and they're, they're very focused on just getting their show off the ground and they're, they're all looking for ideas and help and ways to optimize it, but it's very specific to the platform. Um, you know, whether it be Spreaker or Blueberry, I'm sure that's the case. Uh, it's like, well, you know, what are the basics? I mean, like sizes of cover art. I mean, that, that's like the number one thing I have to share with new people. Huh. Um, they just don't know. They, you know, they'll come up with rectangular images. They'll create, you know, all these <laughs> weird size graphics to represent their show. And, and you have to just, you know, tell them, I mean, because... I guess they're, they're not willing to go into Google to find out what the Apple spec is just by typing in a search query. But And, of course, Apple uh, has caused some issues recently with their, I don't know, they, they must have some major hardware issues on the back end because you know, we continue to find shows that are not updating, um, and it, it's across the board. And they just, I don't know if it's, they've gotten too many, you know, they're over 310,000 listings in their directory. So I wonder if, you know, if their machine is having a hard time keeping up. Yeah. And plus I also, uh, and this has probably been going on for, for a long time, but I also notice that shows that are kind of 
kind of erratic in their publishing schedules. Um, you know, when they publish a new episode tend to be, tend to be a little slower and Apple picking them up. Um, but ones that are, have a regular cadence that publish, and it's almost like their, their algorithm learns the publishing cycle and it looks for new episodes quicker on shows that that there's a a regular publishing cycle. I don't know if that's a hundred percent true, but I, at least it appears to be the same. Yeah. It, it, it appears to be that. Yeah. I mean, if I were to be, I mean, I mean, if I were to have been the one to architect the, the, the back end for Apple's, you know, kind of parser, uh, that's how I would architect it. I would, I would build it and have that query happen based on what the history is of that podcast. Well, um, even on, even on Blueberry, because we're now, you know, we've got the full, a full directory. It's yeah. got every show in the space. Um, we take shows that haven't updated. We, we have a, we did it in time. So if you have, if you're, if your um, show hasn't updated in 30 days, then we put you on like a, just a once a day check. Yep. Um, then if your show is updated, you know, the, the more your show <clears throat> updates, the more, the more often, yeah. yeah, the more often we check. And then typically it's about, uh, you know, active show will have their feed touched at least once every, eh, probably about every three hours yeah. um, for active shows. And then for, you know, shows that have fallen off the, you know, they haven't updated in 60 days, you know, we might check those once a week. Um, it just keeps the resources, mm-hmm. software resources from, yeah. you know, cause you just, we can pull 310,000 feeds and, you know, every three hours we've got the capacity to do that we've done it but it just doesn't make any sense to do it yeah you don't want to be doing that plus there's other things that can be impacted too you know it can it can look like a denial of service attack if if you guys are pinging the same network uh, too quickly and too often um yeah so you have to watch every three hours is bad but (laughs) yeah if you're doing more than that watch out yeah so there's there's good size and you know downsides and I get those emails just like you do. It's like, well, I published my show, you know, and it's been th- you know 15 minutes since it's not gone live, and it's like, so how frequently do you publish? And when was the last time you published? Is the next question I ask, and it's like, oh, we don't publish on a regular day, and I go, okay, you, you might want to give it 24 hours. <laughs> the, the bigger problem we have is in migration. Uh, we've had a number of services try to block our migration tools. Mm, yeah. So oh, really, oh, oh, parsing, pulling, pulling the whole feed. Well, basically pulling. So when someone migrates, we pull their media over. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Um, you know, so we've had, and there's one in particular that we basically about every three or four days have to make a change on our end to stop or to get around what they've done to try to stop us. They don't want us migrating customers. And oh, um, interesting. Yeah, mm. it is interesting. So that company I know probably listened to the shows. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just going to create a, create a headache for yourself in the long well, we run. Tell the, we tell the podcaster, Hey, they're, they're blocking us. <laughs> go back and talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not a good business practice. I don't think it is interesting to watch. Um, we, 
we had um, a CBS affiliate in LA, uh, sports affiliate, um, who's been podcasting for um, for ten years, uh, migrate last week, and you would be amazed at the some of these uh, some of these groups have some deep, deep, deep libraries. Uh, mm-hmm. They had twenty five, a little over twenty five thousand episodes. Wow! And uh, that, and they were all relatively short, five to ten minutes, real short ones, right? And uh, may I ask a question, please? I'm trying to organize where I'm going to host the show. Mm-hmm. I have no know nothing about awesound.com. I have no clue who that is. There's a lot of hosting, a lot of advertising sites out. You know, Rob and I are both in the business of providing hosting, you know, hosting at, uh, at Spreaker or at, or at Blueberry are two options for you, obviously. Yeah. But uh, never heard of awesound.com. They must be a newcomer to the space. Yeah, I'm looking at it right right now and the homepage says maximize profit for your podcast, charge more for your ads, monetize old episodes, ads targeted to specific regions or listeners get paid through Awesound, sell premium episodes directly to listeners. So it looks like a hosting platform that does dynamic insertion and and has a paywall capability. So if you're looking to do a paywall, you can do a paywall with WordPress and a number of tools that are out there. Um, so far as the, um, a lot of these companies are doing injection. And the question I would always um, tell a new podcaster is, is how much is that going to cost you? Uh, what is the, uh, how much of a cut are they going to take on advertising deals? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things to really t- to look at. Not saying that that company's bad. I have no idea who they are, to be honest with you. Yes. Yeah. And Robbie's just, there's another one that just pops up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're popping up like weeds. So, yeah. I don't see who's behind it. It, They don't list any names of, of investors or partners or, um, or any of the, principles behind the company so i don't know if they're they're involved in the podcasting space if they've been involved uh what their technology is we have really no idea um yeah so it's it looks like they're hosting podcasts they have hosting plans things like that so and if they're like the rest of these companies they've been doing it by minutes yeah so these it's another company that's doing so 100 hours of Lifetime, about oh, 300 hours of lifetime allowance for five bucks a month. Yeah, 300 like, for five bucks a yeah, month. Yeah, they're doing, they're, they're working on hours. Yeah. I mean, it's not a, I mean, it can work. It just depends. So their free plan is 100 hours. Um, but it's the partner plan or the profit plan, uh, looks like is where they're trying to do the, the advertising stuff, which, yeah. Oh, well, $39 a month uh, for unlimited storage. Hmm. So here's what I, you know, 
there was something that you read in that statement, Rob, in their, in their mission statement that um, mm-hmm. I want to go back and maybe talk a little bit about. Talks about monetizing uh, back inventory. Oh, old episodes, yeah. Old episodes. So yep. um, I, I've said this a number of times, but for those of you that are creating content, you know, if you're creating content that you want to be evergreen, uh, you really have to focus very, 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 very succinctly or, you know, you really have to, to work hard to build evergreen content because the high majority, 97 percent you know and this is something that you all can look at your own stats and make a determination on but 97 percent of shows um are not truly evergreen there are three four percent that are absolutely troopers when it comes to having evergreen content but the reality is that um most shows a high majority of shows in the high 90s will get 90% of their lifetime total downloads or listens in the first 96 hours that the show is online. Yeah. And then after that 96 hours, they will accumulate listens and downloads that will generally be about 10% of their lifetime downloads past that point. So to have evergreen content, um, if you get onesies, twosies, or tens or twenties and out months, that's great. But, an evergreen show that you know that I feel um, makes it worthwhile to rebuild the advertising in that content and pay to have that done is uh, shows that are getting you know thousands of listens on out months, not onesie twosies or tens or twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one guy arguing with me. Well, it all adds up. Well, if you have a hundred episodes and they're all getting ten listens, um. In a second or third or fourth month, uh, that's truly typically only still a, you know, about a thousand downloads. And is it worth rebuilding that whole stack for 20 or $25 in income? So. And you're not, th- there's a, a greater chance that you're not even going to be able to monetize any of that at that scale. Right. Um, that's the, that's the other reality of it is that it's great to have that dynamic insertion technology. And, and I've played with that and, and felt the, uh, the pain of doing that because uh, one thing too, if you've been a long time podcaster and you've been running advertising and you have a deep archive, you're not going to be able to run it um, uh, back across your archive unless you do re-editing of all of your programs to be able to add, add that insertion points. Um, I mean, it's an issue that a lot of podcasters have that do host reads today is that they may have hundreds of um, evergreen content, but it's already been baked in, you know, with ads and to, to go through all your back catalogs and re-edit that to pull out those, those advertisements so you can get involved in the whole dynamic insertion thing um, is a huge, um, time time thing i mean it's just going to take a lot of work on your part to get that back catalog so so anyway it looks like we have a guest hi you'll have to hi amy it's my pajama day on sunday so i'm like no makeup i'm kind of just look great don't worry yeah yeah you look great amy yeah (laughs) casual okay um so i'm looking at blueberry and i guess 
Like what well, I get, I just don't understand where it says um, 100 megabytes monthly storage for 12 a month. Is that mean, um, I don't like an hour show, how many megabytes would that be? I don't even know. <laughs> an hour show, depending on how you encode it, let's say you encode it at 128 kilobits per second, that would be a mega minute. So one megabyte per minute is typically the size. It's a, from a half a meg to one meg a minute is that would be the file size. Okay, so that would because I because our our format is once a week for an hour, about an hour. So that's about four hours a month. About four hours a month. So you you know mm -hmm. you're typically and it again depending how you're encoding, you're probably going to need between uh, two hundred and two hundred fifty megs a month of storage okay yeah so the way that blueberry works and again there's lots of podcast hosting companies out there uh -huh. uh, just so that we're being fair here to everyone and rob included over at spreaker and you know some competitors of mine i can you can just google podcast hosting and you'll find a whole stack um it's based most of us work on a storage model and uh, you get fresh storage every month. So you get mm -hmm. X number of megabytes uh, per month of actual storage. And then the bandwidth is is unlimited. So, so our plans. Unlimited again, downloads. So if it went to iTunes and you had 200 people downloading, it, it wouldn't matter. Wouldn't yeah, matter. Correct. Yeah. And then and that storage rolls over. It right? does. Well, it doesn't. If you don't use it, it doesn't roll over. You just get a fresh bucket. Let's say every month you fill the bucket up and you've, you've got the 250 meg plan and you've filled the bucket up. Then the, well, the bucket empties every month. You get a fresh 250 megabytes on the first of every month. Oh, okay. And, and, and really just so that in our plans are really kind of designed, well, not necessarily 100% for, but it's for folks that are using WordPress and using our, PowerPress plugin, it all ties together so that you can do everything right from your dashboard. You just you post your blog post, you upload your media, and you hit publish. You never have to leave your WordPress blog. But if you don't have a WordPress blog and you're looking to do something where you have um, you all want it on one service and like Rob's service at Spreaker, you can go in and and Rob, you can talk about it. But basically, you go in and create your show and you post your episodes, and your show lives on Spreaker at, at, uh, at your show address there. Yeah. Um, yeah. We use a basis of hours, um, not megabytes. And one of the reasons for that is the exact, um, kind of conversion that you were trying to make there of, cause most people think of their, their shows as a time frame, not so much as a file size. So a megabyte, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So we have plans that range from a, you know, from 10 hours a month, that that's free. I mean, that's our free plan up to a hundred and then 500 and then 1500 and then unlimited. And those are like, I mean, if you're producing a, a weekly hour long show, that's like years of storage. So, um, so but your, your stuff doesn't roll over. You get a lifetime limit on block. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like 500 hours for this plan, 1500 hours for the next plan and, and things like that. And if you, just like you said, if you're only doing four hours a month, that it's going to take you a long time to get to those numbers. Can you drop that link for me in the sure? Article? Sure. I'm hearing you say it, but I'm not quite sure how it's spelled. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's a common question. 
Cool. And I understand this is one of the challenges that new content creators have. They try to figure out, uh, you know, what they're going to, who they're going to host with or how they're, and what, you know, what you often find is content creators get three months or four months into their doing their show and they move, you know, they either move to Spreaker, they move to us or they move mm-hmm. to, you know, they, they figured out oh, this isn't exactly what I want and they make the, uh, they make a change. So that's one thing I always tell podcasters don't ever necessarily get locked into a service that you're with. You may find a service that serves you a little bit yeah. better. Yeah. Um, I mean, it really gets back to what your needs are and what you're trying to do. I mean, Todd's uh, platform works really, really well with those that, that are using WordPress and, and I do, and, I do use WordPress. Yeah. And Spreaker tends to work with people that are not tied into a particular kind of website kind of technology. Um, so they can host with us and use that feed or use that those players on on whatever website that they do have. It doesn't have to be WordPress. So, um, so anyway, it's just a little different approach. But we both do essentially the same thing. I think that the big thing that Spreaker does that uh, that's a little unique is that we do offer live live audio streaming. So, oh, but yeah. is it because like. So I'm doing that on Blab. Can I offer live audio streaming at the same time on Spreaker? You could. It- yeah, you could, but it would uh, require a different kind of, uh, like like maybe a second computer or something like that that you would use to, to stream there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate all the claps, but I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Hey, Todd, rack them up, man. Rack them up. That's funny. Yeah, I'm gonna click on it too. I'm gonna give you some more, Todd. Yeah, so let me uh, let me get some dollars out here. Do I need to throw dollars at the at the at the camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a slot machine. You're about to go to Las Vegas, and you're just getting a. <laughs> you hit the jackpot, Todd. Uh, funny. Somebody had a mouse button that uh, was was stuck. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like just I'm trying to figure all this out. I like when I got onto Blab, I didn't even know I was like, Well, how are you guys getting on iTunes? What's that happening? So we literally have done one show. It's not it's yeah. not That's great though. Yeah, you got it. it. You gotta it's start good. somewhere. You guys are awesome because um I have learned everything from, from all of you on Blab. I can't even believe yeah. how I mean anytime I see uh like yours said new media show, I said, Oh, click or I see podcasting questions, I click on it and you know, I learn from um, you guys every time, so it's I really appreciate you guys getting on here and doing this kind of stuff. It's very cool. Yeah, well, it's great that you're in here, you know, trying to learn so much. I mean, a lot of podcasters need to do exactly what you're doing, so. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. Hey, All thank right. You, and good luck with your show. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good morning. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. So... It's a little bit of an example of what we were saying. Yeah. Yeah. You, but you know, people have a lot of questions. They do. And, it, and the number of folks coming in this space is not slowing down. No. Is, the news cycle may be slowing down a little bit, but the number of folks. Uh, okay. Here comes our, here comes our caller. <laughs> here comes our clapper. So please don't show me your rear end. Okay. Todd, what are you, what's going on here? No. Oftentimes we get we get callers calling in that. Uh, no, no. Yeah, I, I won't be that mean. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you guys are awesome. Hey, you are. I just hey. wanted to uh, update you a little bit. Cool. 
You gotta say it though. You gotta say it. Thank Mr. Skeletal. You have to finish the ritual. I, I don't know what that is. It's it's a meme. Oh, it's a meme. Okay. <laughs> it's, one, it's one of the oldest memes. So, Martin, do you have a podcast? Or are you a listener? Or no, nah, I'm just a listener. All right, cool. What's your favorite show? Um, as far as like podcasts, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't really listen to many. Uh, so I, I couldn't say, honestly. You guys well, seem to be cool, though. All right, well, cool. Well, thanks thank for listening to you guys more. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Appreciate it. But you got to say it, though. Good. Come on. You got to say it for me. I wrote it <laughs> in the uh, chat. Here, I'll write oh, it again. Oh, you did? Let's see. Where is I'm this? Please say the ritual. Calcium. No. <laughs> 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 oh, Mr. Skeletal. Oh, thank yeah. Mr. Skeletal. Okay. Yes. There you go. It's done. <laughs> All right, Martin. Thank you guys. Thanks so much. That was All awesome. Right. Okay. Take All care, right. Martin. Bye. Hey, Todd, I guess uh, Serial applied for a U.S. patent. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I see it in the podcasting news here. It says, U.S. Patent and Trademark Office has denied producers of the podcast Serial a trademark registration on the show name. Oh. So. A patent on the show name? Patent and trade trademark. It was more of a trademark. Oh, a trademark. Yeah. So they were denied Serial as a trademark. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe they're worried about infringers. Yeah, there's a probably a fair amount of copycatters out there trying to copy what they're doing. Yeah. It's been going on for for a while now. There was a couple other things that were in the news. Um of course podcast movement is coming up very, very quick. And uh of course those of you that don't know, podcast movement is gonna be taking place in Chicago July sixth to the eighth. And there's gonna be some workshops on the sixth, just as there was last year. Yep. They're going to have a live stream masterclass with uh, Periscope, Blab, and Snapchat. Um, they're also going to have a workshop on how to plan, create, launch a successful podcast. Um, for those of you that are interested, they're going to um, uh, to podcast movement. Uh, Raw Voice Blueberry is going to be having a non-official uh, workshop on the 6th as well, where we're going to get pretty de- deep down in the weeds. With, what exactly uh, is a non-official workshop? Um, is that like off-site somewhere? Or you... It'll be on-site, but okay. uh, I won't be in the program listing. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I get it. So we, um, we're going to be having that, so it'll be available for folks that want to come out. So there's going to be a number of things to do on the 6th if you get in early enough. Uh, that day, there'll be a lot of, uh, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot more sessions. It'll be, people are going to be doing official and non-official. This will be the first to, time we've ever done one. I need to book my trip. I haven't booked my trip yet. So, Have you booked your hotel? Uh, I th- Yeah, I think we, the speaker team did already. Yeah. That's good. So I'm all set booked, on that. I haven't booked tickets yet. Either. But I just, yeah, I haven't booked my air flight yet. Which I probably should because that's kind of like a holiday flight time. Yeah. So the um, that that event's coming up, and uh, so as a reminder, um, you know, get your tickets to Podcast Movement. If you want to save, uh, I guess, forty bucks or something like that on your ticket, you and use the promo code Blueberry. That's a code that we've got 
to save you some cash. Also, did you hear about the New York Times, Rob, what they're doing? I heard they, they're, they're doing something new, putting more of an effort into their podcast area. I know that. Yeah, so they appear to be in the process of creating an audio team that will work to launch a handful, keywords handful, of new podcasts in both 16 and 17. And those po- podcasts will focus on news and opinions and reproduce with outside partners. So um, that's an interesting development. Of course, the New York Times has had a podcast. <laughs> yeah, don't get me going on those guys over the years. They've 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 come into the space. They've left the space. They've come into the space. They've left the space. This is you know. <laughs> Speaking of uh, left the say. space and coming back to space, Audible is I guess finally in or it's in their app. They have a I guess a new tab, a new podcast tab. Oh, Audible off their website has a podcast tab? Well, not off their website, off their app. Um, off their app. Huh. It's, a ch- it's, it's a channel. Someone just said it in the chat room. says it's, ch- it's a channel in their app, but it, it's not a directory. They're only you know, going to have certain yeah. programs in there. It's going to be their original content that they're producing. Yeah. yeah. So... And of course, uh, Nick at uh, Hot Pod um, still pretty much focused on the East Coast news, isn't he? Oh yeah, that, that, that's true. I did uh, I did notice that Nick was uh, back at, on a panel with um, the Spreaker CEO here this past week. Back in um, what was it? I don't know what country it was, but he was um, in Europe on a podcasting panel here this huh. past week. So. What event was that? Um, I think it was called, let me go to, uh, I can find it here really quick. Um, let's see. Uh, I can find it here. It is at the, uh, the International Journalism Festival in Perugia, um, Italy. So did you hear about the hack, Rob? The hack? Yeah, the hack that happened. Uh, So No, I don't think so. So someone, of course, you know radio stations today. For those of you that think that you're listening to your local DJ, uh, usually you're not. After morning drive, it turns into automated, um, uh, you know, basically it's provided by Clear Channel or whoever the, the owner of the station is. Mm-hmm. They'll have uh, one guy or one. They just basically they play playlists. There's yeah. nothing. There's no person there actually running the board and choosing the music for your local community. It's been chosen by some suit in New York. Yeah. Well, um, someone figured out how to hack that live stream uh, that was going into those radio stations. Oh. So in Denver. In like three different places, all of a sudden, listeners of the radio station were, how, how should I say it, entertained with a very explicit furry podcast furry. on a U.S. Yes, furry. I don't know if you know what a furry is. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I can I'll envision. You, yes. I will let you link up to. So two Texas stations were among those that broadcast the material. Aimed at furries, people interested in animals that are yeah. given human traits. 
and it was pretty R-rated for two or three hours. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> I'll bet you that was entertaining content. Yes, it was. So, um, you know, these it was. I think there was four total stations, and um, so the audiences were introduced to podcasting about this furry uh, podcast. So, um. The, the the podcasters themselves says we are innocent. <laughs> it wasn't us. We weren't sure. involved. But someone did uh guess had not changed their default password or something to that effect on their streaming service. Um so yes. Um <laughs> Yeah. So how exactly did they do this, do you know? They hacked the stream and locked them. They were locked out. The station managers got in and couldn't even retake over the stream. It was. So they hacked into the server and took well, over. Well, the, the streaming server, yeah. The streaming server then. And, yeah. And inserted their, their own stream into that live stream. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so someone said, good point, Todd. That is an issue to bring up the meaning of our new LPFM. I um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's probably an issue because a lot of low power FM stations oh, are going to yeah, be yeah. streaming. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm sure the uh, FCC <clears throat> is going to, uh, you know, <laughs> every four letter word that probably was mentioned is subject to a fine and. <laughs> No, I don't know that. I mean, if they're on on air or on, oh, it was on I air. Think, I don't it think was, it applies to live streaming, though. The FCC. Oh no, this was broadcast. This oh. was the live stream. Oh, that, see, radio stations are on remote. Yeah. So they're they're just getting a a stream of music from you know the owner, and it interrupted and went out the tower. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. So it just so happened that same uh, broadcast was being live streamed, but it was no, no, it's coming it's, in. They weren't, David. They have a live, I guess, better for words, their data stream that feeds live was hacked. Okay. So, like, if they're doing like when you when they do syndication, the yeah. syndicator will, yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yes. Furries. I just cannot even imagine. Can you imagine turning your radio on with your kids in the car and hearing discussions about adult activity with furries? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very funny. But I, I as a, yeah. as a, I can't imagine a station manager. They probably would have flipped out. <laughs> they were a little embarrassed by that. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, people are calling the station not very happy. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, in the bigger scheme of things, it is kind of funny. So, oh, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, wow, the <laughs> the, the uh, technology stuff that can happen. Yeah, so the local radio station got uh, we got people got to sample a little podcasting. So I wonder if that means that we can say more people have listened to podcasts now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> furry podcasts. There you go. Oh my gosh! See, so, um, <clears throat> one thing I was gonna—there was something I was gonna talk to you about. 
Oh, don't forget the podcast awards uh, nominations open on the 15th. Mm-hmm. I've had some people complaining about us assigning legacy shows. Uh, some sports shows have been complaining that uh, they shouldn't have been made legacy. They should have been allowed to win more and more and more and more. Oh, okay. There's always That's always going to happen, right? Uh, right. Now, Amy, there are no FCC rules on podcasting. You can say what you want as long as you, uh, you know, yeah. be sure to, to mark your show explicit if it is in your RSS feed. Yep. Um, you can say whatever you want. I don't know if the FCC regulations is ever going to come to podcasting. It's going to be interesting to see if that, that happens or not. It could happen if the radio industry gets more involved in podcasting. It, who knows? Yeah. It's digital because it's on the internet. It's not uh, on broadcast, so there's really no rules. That's why there are not. But as a word of caution, um, if you ever want your show sponsored down the road, it's best to not have adult content. And you also, if you want to get it um, distributed to every country on the, on the planet, you probably shouldn't have it either because some countries uh, will block that kind of content. Yeah. So, so if you're trying to get as wide a distribution for your show as possible, it's using using explicit content is not the 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 way to do that. <clears throat> and Rob, probably that's you know that is worthy of a just a little bit of a discussion point. You know, if you already are an explicit podcast, um, and you haven't been able to find a sponsor, which you know I don't I can't remember the last time I did a ad deal that allowed explicit content. I don't, I don't think any you, of them allow it. You've got to think of a, you have to really consider a different model. You know, you're going to have to have a listener support. Uh, I, you know, if I was going to have an, a, a, um, an explicit podcast, I think I would have, you know, go for listener support from day one. Now, Todd, I shouldn't say that, that no advertisers will go after an explicit show. I think that there is a certain group of po- advertisers that, that are okay with it as long as it's not uh, really, really awful. <laughs> right. You know, if you're just cussing once in a while, that might be yeah. okay. But if you're really getting down deep in the weeds. Um, yeah, because I'm sure like a show like uh, uh, WTF with Mark Marin, he drops right. F-bomb now and then, and he doesn't seem to have any problems with uh, getting right. sponsors. Yeah. It's usually the adult content type stuff. Yeah. But, you know, from the news standpoint, the news has been a little, little thin over the last uh, couple of weeks. I just wonder if the, if we're now back, you know, on a downslope on the news cycle, um, you know, it had to happen at some point. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, it was just a matter of, uh, of time before it kind of settled down. I mean, to, to, there's only so many times that these journals can write the same article um, yeah. b- before Especially it becomes the same people every time. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of other stories they could be writing about the space, but they're choosing not to. Um, I don't, you know, it's it's so heavy towards the public radio side still. Um, yeah. The press coverage is so biased in that direction. The press sees the top, you know, top 50 podcast lists in iTunes, and they, they think that's all that's going on in the space. Right. So it's a... Uh, it's unfortunate that iTunes is looked at like that. Um, 
that's why it would be nice to get some independent uh, ranking charts and and different ways of of uh, ranking popularity of programs and things like that than just the Apple algorithm. You know, <clears throat> from a you know, we thought about at one time putting out a like a top fifty, but the problem is in doing that. And from my position, I have to be careful in doing that because if I put out Blueberry's top 50, that can build animosity of shows that aren't in the top 50. And well, I think you have to go deeper than 50 anyway. I think you have to go like top 500 or something like that. Yeah, you know, again, that is another, it's a, it's a, it's you know, you're you're damned if you do, damned if you don't yeah. type of thing, you know. Yeah. So it's 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 pretty tough, and or maybe you know if you if you don't list them, you know, of course if you list them in order, then someone's going to say, well, why did you put me in that list? And then number two, um, or you know, my shows, it just runs into all kinds of yeah of, of issues. So that's one of the reasons why we've never put out a top. You know, fifty top one hundred list. Um, it, I think it it just it's just like the podcast awards when we're doing after nominations are closed. I always have people asking me how many how many people nominated my show, and we never give that information out because, okay, let's say I tell the number one show, yeah, you got uh, five hundred forty two thousand nominations, yet the number ten or number twentieth show got uh, you know three thousand. It just really, people start tweeting that and bragging about it. It just builds animosity. It's not good. So we've never revealed mm-hmm. to an individual podcaster total their total number of nominations. It's just, yeah, it's just bad form. I think. Well, and also there's, you know, what a lot of people don't realize is that um, a lot of the shows in the Apple two top two hundred list. Um, are not necessarily the most popular shows. No, I think there's no. a misperception of uh, the shows that are in that ranker that uh, that somehow the, those are the top 200 shows in podcasting. They're they're absolutely not. No, um, some of them are probably, but not yeah. not as many as people think. Um, there's much bigger shows that don't even show up in the top 200 yep. list. Yep, and I see that every day. And as a matter of fact, it's much to the much frustration of some of those show hosts are like. Okay, I've got this size audience. Why am I not even in the stack? Yeah. You know, why am I? You know, and and they they don't get it either. So, and that's that's, that's why we need an independent um, ratings or um, type of tracking on this stuff. So there can be a variety of different ways that you can parse these uh, these lists of shows to actually show you know, the shows that are actually the most popular shows and shows that are growing the fastest shows that are, are popular by a particular genre and all those kind of, I mean, there's a variety of ways that that information can be parsed to better reflect what's going on in the uh, space. Uh, using the Apple ranker is, is skewing this industry in a direction that's counterproductive. I believe. Amy's asking, isn't it pretty easy to skew rankings similar to SEO algorithms? Yeah, there's people out there that sure. do that as a business. Um, oh yeah, it can be it can be skewed. I mean, I mean, all you have to do is look at the movie and music industries, and it'll tell you what's you know 
it's a it it's a pretty important metric though for those those industries um but the the industries you know like billboard or whatever that those are independent um rankers right yeah. that are out there to help the overall industry and we just don't have that in podcasting alex is asking what when is the podcast awards show podcast awards uh is a annual well not annual anymore because we missed a year is a is an industry-wide event where you can your listeners will on uh, starting on the 15th of april can nominate your show in the specific category that uh, your show is in mm-hmm. and uh, there's a whole process read the rules registration is required to have your show considered and there's some reasoning behind that on the uh, registration page so this is going to be the true test of this whole new rules thing, Rob. It's on this registration deal. We yeah. will see how it goes. Yeah. Um, we could end up having shows that uh, make the top 25 and don't register. And then we'll be going to be faced with a serious dilemma. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Is right. Yep. And if the community doesn't come out and support uh, the rebuild fund, then this will be the last. <laughs> this yeah. will be the last. Yeah, you're not going to keep keep pushing on it, huh? No. If the community doesn't want to get behind it and help, then it will be the last. So, uh, they just, you know, the folks just don't understand the amount of work and effort that go into it. They like the reward, but they don't like the... Uh, you know, they, well, it's just, I've already said what I need to say about it in past yeah. shows. So. Well, there's a lot of uh, new companies. There's a lot of companies that are making making money and doing doing well in this space that I guess don't want to want to support this stuff. Um, and that's, that's, that's a loss for, for them, I guess. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes yeah. this year. And, um, but I gave it one more go around, you know, with the with the situation with the mm-hmm. uh, with the new media event, yeah, having gone down. So we'll see. Yeah, Joanne saying book industry and Amazon can be skewed too. A number one book isn't necessarily a number one book. Uh, I've found that out a lot. I've bought or actually done gotten books on Amazon and lots of great reviews. And I think all the reviews were sponsored reviews because it definitely didn't end up being the book I thought it was going to be. Interesting. But, uh, so Rob, any new news on your side? Um, I'm going to be going to another, uh, team, team retreat to Europe in May. So nice. So going to Bologna in, in the great country of Italy. So I'm going to spend a week there. Oh, that's nice. So you're getting a little bit of European travel out of this new gig. Mm-hmm. A little bit. A little bit. You're yeah. going gonna to take the wife along with you on this trip? Mm, not going to be able to this time. Oh, that's too bad. So, yeah, it is. It is. Too many other Some, things going on here. Yeah, sometimes my wife tags along. Sometimes she doesn't. So. Mm-hmm. This next 10 days, I'm, my wife got um, hired, or not, I shouldn't say hired. She's going through um, a two-week training program, unpaid, with Hawaiian Airlines. And um, 
if she makes it through the second week and it's, they just fire hose you information and test every day. And mm-hmm. so she, and, and I'm sure she's going to be fine, but she makes it through the second week. She will officially be working for Hawaiian airlines. So oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. Starting part-time, they start everyone part-time unless you're like an aircraft mechanic or something like that or mm-hmm. upper echelon staff. So she will be a customer service agent or something to that effect. So, uh, yeah, I might be flying uh, free. <laughs> That's awesome. A little yeah. perk there. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. And, so I see uh, that yeah, there's uh, just a continual stream of people jumping into the podcasting space. And there's another company called CRN that uh, is launching a podcast division I just C- came across. CRN? CRN, uh, CRNradio.com. I guess they, they, I guess, have been involved in the Car and Driver podcast. So, you know, the Car and Driver magazine folks. Huh. Yeah. So that looks like they're looking for podcast. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get a sense of what they're what they're doing. But yeah, so it's just it's it's just amazing to me. I mean, how many? It's good. It's, that means yeah. there's money coming to the space. So, and the Academy of Podcasters announced its Hall of Fame class. Oh so, yeah, we talked a little bit about that. Yeah. So that's that's been announced. Trying to think of anything else that we've has happened here, um, here of late. Podcast one appears to be still making a bunch of announcements, and and it looks like they're uh, a guy that I worked with when I was down there. Mr. Mike August is now the VP of Content Development for Podcast One. That's actually a interesting development that there's actually somebody else in charge of content there besides Norm. <laughs> so here's something interesting. So they actually have on their awards, they have the list of finalists. Oh, these are two. Well, this is a 2015 award finalists. Uh, let's see here. Where are the, where's the announcements on the new inductees? Oh, okay. Oh. So it's the, 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 the 2016 inductees into the Podcast Hall of Fame are going to be Don Maselli and Drew Dompkis of Don and Drew. Yep. Gary Leland. Ming Young Fogarty. Yep. Good Rob, pick on that one. Yeah. Yep. A really good pick. And Rob Walsh. Mm-hmm. So, That's another good pick. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good good slate. Yep. So nice slate. And Don and Drew are were in that very, very beginning mm-hmm. stack. Uh, they were probably as early as anyone in the yep. space. They were. So, they, had, they had one of the first pretty popular shows, too, yeah. in the early days. They got a lot of a lot of media coverage at the time, and were right there with uh, Adam Carolla or Adam Curry. So they've, uh, they've been sustained. I think their audience, I think they have uh, – I think they have a Patreon model support their show, but they're still <clears throat> still producing even today. So they're they're still active in their content production. Yeah, they've been. They're one of the few that have been 
going fairly regularly. I think, didn't they take a break for a while? Yeah, I, th- I think they took a break for a little while. But yeah, um, I, I thought they did. And it was after the um, situation with um, Mevio. I think they took a break after the breakup of Mevio and the, the fallout. Pacho to Mevio yeah, uh, to Oblivion. You know, it's kind of crazy. Uh, you and I have sat through all this history, and the question is, when is the hammer going to start falling again? Yeah, I I posted a picture of this uh, on, on online here this past week. It's the old uh, it's the the old brochure from uh-huh. the podcast expo back in two thousand six. Back in two thousand six, yeah, and it was actually the second expo. And if you see all of the company names at the bottom, actually, most of all those companies are gone, dead. Are gone. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. You know what we found, and this is kind of funny, is that the companies that um, had the biggest booths at Podcast Expo. <laughs> so they would start small, and then the next year they'd be a little bigger. And then they have this monster booth. Those were the companies that were dying on the vine. So they'd come in and have this huge booth, a 40 by 40 or something like that. And the next year they would be gone. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally gone. So it was like the the companies that stayed with their small booths, their 10 by 10s. Yeah. Me, <laughs> you, and other companies. Yeah. They're 10 by 10s. Then those companies were the ones that survived. It was the ones that. You know, the ones that had the 40 by 40s died. It, yeah. We la- used to laugh about it because we'd come to the show. We'd say, oh, they won't be here next year. <laughs> so, Todd, when was the, the first year that you held the podcast awards at the, at the New Media Expo? Do you remember? I think it was, well, let me go and look. Because let me 2006 go or 7? Uh, hang on. I think it was... Because I see this in the brochure that there was an awards or a reception. You know, that would be it. So the first year we gave, we actually gave awards in 2005. So it would have been probably, I I don't know. And it was kind of weird. We did it in like a little side room in the hotel. Mm -hmm. So the first year we gave awards was in 2005. Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah. yeah, it's funny to go go look through all of the all all, all of the exhibitors. Did you know, Feedburner uh, was an exhibitor. Oh, really? Two thousand six pod, podcast expo. Well, they were still Feedburner. They weren't owned by Google yet. Yeah, exactly. So we we are definitely old, Rob. We know all this old history and all the where all the dead bodies are buried. Oh yeah, there's lots of dead bodies <laughs> everywhere, strewn across the landscape. So, take no prisoners. Yeah, absolutely. Get well, into we, the po- podcasting space at your peril. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was true there for a while. You know, there was. I remember right before Christmas, a certain podcast company went out of business three days before Christmas, and you know, everyone was on vacation and. You know, thousands of shows got dumped. Audible. Oh, they're, that was their first go round. They're jumping back into it too, but uh, that's what killed them right there. 
proven it's private a, protected podcast. That was their mantra back then. They honestly thought that they, they could put out DR, DRM protected podcasts and that this industry would support that. Talk about tone deaf. Yeah. Password, uh, cop, copyright protected podcasts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A different world then. You got to remember back in 2005, 2006 timeframe, that was DRM central. That was when well, that's DRM when the was whole music thing issue. I mean, it was yeah. all, yeah. And that's the, that's what their business model was back then, right? Right. Selling content. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. But it got got killed and nobody embraced it. So cuz cuz right. Apple would never embrace that. Yeah. Want to just make sure everybody knows you can jump in anytime. If you want to jump in and chit chat with us, feel free to do so. Uh, Rob and I have got about 19 minute more minutes to uh, to put in here, and we'd be happy to have any of you jump in and ask a question or provide commentary or or thoughts or feedback or anything of that nature. Feel free to jump in and in a seat. Doesn't matter if you're still in your pajamas or not. Uh, obscure the webcam and uh, feel free to come on. Yep. There's a, there's a Mr. Dave Jackson. He's doing a panel, a panel session. Oh, this was back in the the 2006 time frame. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So you know, it's a lot of folks that are you know Dave, and uh, you look at uh, the number of folks have been in the space from the beginning, and those are the folks that I, you know I continue to support and say are doing a good job and providing good advice. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Smith in between two. Yeah. Oh, Chris Smith. That's funny. Chris Smith is in here too. Do Most it. people don't know who Chris Smith is. He's actually running the podcasting platform for CNN right now. So, you know, here's a guy that started out with, uh, you know, in the podcasting space. He's got himself a pretty big gig now. Well, well, he used to work at podcast one with me. So also, and there's, there's, there's Todd. Oh, with a lot more hair then. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> There's you. Yeah, I'm not in this brochure. That's funny. I, you know, you're smart. You've kept all that stuff. I think all that stuff went in the shredder years ago. Yeah, well, it probably should have. <laughs> you're, a, you're a hoarder, Rob. <laughs> I guess so. Just, just kind of throw it over my shoulder. And actually, there's a lot of lessons to be learned from those documents, though, right? Oh yeah, definitely. You can look at the, the business models that folks had and what worked and what failed, and yeah, well, it just uh, it just it's helpful to go back and look at that because it 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 shares a little bit of where we've come with this. I mean, a lot of new people in the space don't don't realize that there we've one of the reasons why you and I are so cynical about stuff is because <laughs> we've seen this come and go and come and go over and over and over again. And yeah. it's, and it's fine that it does that. It's just that you just have to look at every stage of this with a little bit of like, okay, this is, this is a, a path to something else. This isn't like where it's happening right now. I mean, I think finally the people in the industry realize that uh, we're not talking about a hockey stick growth curve here. We're talking about steady, regular climbs. I think we've seen a little bit of, extra bump than what we've had over the last couple of years. But um, I wouldn't say it's statistically significant, right? It's like two or 3% bump every year. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, 
I mean, you have to look at this as a marathon run, not a sprint, you know? So we're, um, and that's how I think companies need to look at this space when they build their businesses too. They, they need to look at it because this is a marathon. You got to be able to run for a long time here if you want to play in this space. And it goes back to my, to my, uh, you know, on long-term discussion point, you, you know, if you're not planning on a, you know, if you're not planning for two years worth of content to get to where you need to be, then, you know, you're really looking at this the wrong way. Yeah, it's not going to, most shows are not going to pull a serial where they go from zero to 10 million downloads. And those that do, you need to look at what they're doing and copy what's good that out of those shows. You know, there are going to be those superstar shows that go to the, you know, yeah. go to the head of the line, but it's few and far between. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting at podcast movement. I mean, you know, um, I know I'm probably leaking some stuff, but I was uh, Spotify and Google are going to be there. <clears throat> so at podcast movement. Uh huh. Well, I'm not surprised. That's good. But Spotify is going to be there. Oh, you know, the question is, <laughs> they're going to be on my panels. So oh, you know, I'm sure there's some hard questions that could be asked of them at that event. Guess who gets to ask them? <laughs> well, if yeah. Google's going to be if Google's going to be at uh, at podcast movement, then when is their stuff coming out? Because it's not out yet. You know, we're getting close. Before it has to be before podcast. I know movement, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Spotify is already <clears throat> rolling out <clears throat> to some degree, but it's still kind of early for them. Well, it's very, very limited on the number of shows that they're picking to be in their system. And the amount of countries that it's being made available in, too. So, right. you know, I had someone ask me just the other day again, how do I get on Spotify? I said, well, you can, between Libsyn and us, you can apply to be on Spotify, but Spotify gets to pick mm-hmm. which shows are going to be you know, it's the same thing. <clears throat> it's the same thing that's going on with uh, the the iHeartRadio folks with us too. Right. Um, iHeart I picks and chooses what shows that they they want in there. That's kind of the the next phase of where we're going here, and that's so the, that's yeah. And iHeartRadio's got uh, some serious. Uh, mm-hmm. They got a big bill coming. I, I don't know what's going to happen there with them. I I don't know for a fact, but. I'm sure it's going to get broken up. <clears throat> well, there's there's value locked up in pieces of that company that will be probably used to pay debt. But how many radio stations are going to burn to the ground during the process? Well, it's it's more than just radio stations. It's uh, it's billboard and there's a lot of other assets the company has that that can be used to liquefy to get funds. So what was the what was the number? They had to come up with a billion dollars between yeah. in, in 30 yeah. days or something, right? Or it was a really short period of time. Yeah, I don't know what the details are of that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that they have a potential ability to dig themselves out of this, but it's yeah. not going to be in the same way that they're structured today. But we continue to get radio station calls every week now. So radio stations are starting to... Move, move yep. to podcasting. Yep, which makes a lot of sense, and they're doing Definitely. a lot. Of, of course, a lot of them are doing a lot of live streaming already. 
but most yeah. of them are. Mm-hmm. And there's there's definitely an effort to uh, just like you say to move some of that content over to more on on demand listening experiences. Is kind of what it's all about. So. Trying to be relevant to a new generation, like we've said many times on this show, that's uh, changing their uh, listening habits. Yep. So, so you're looking at chat room. So again, the door's open. Got a few minutes left here before Rob and I are going to bounce. But uh, anyway, this uh, Worldwide Radio Summit should be a, a great event. Um, be interesting to, to be able to come back and talk on the show about you know what the radio. This is a purely radio-specific audience. Yeah. Yep. So be uh, I'm excited to come back and tell you what you know, what feedback or what people are saying about that. Uh, Rob Walsh will be on the panel that I'm on with Seth, Seth Ressler, along with uh, Andy from uh, Panoply. Uh, so we should have a a good uh, a good session at the event. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth has uh, been talking to each of us on the phone, getting ready to. Uh, do the uh, you know ha- basically do the panel? Well, S- Seth is going to be moderating a panel at Podcast Movement too, talking about the radio industry. So I'm going to be on that panel too. I don't know if this Worldwide Radio Summit is streamed live. I doubt it. I don't is. think it is. I don't think it is. Yeah. They I, want people to pay to go. Yeah. And I'm I'm staying at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Oh, you are lucky, lucky guy. Have you ever stayed there? I have not stayed there, but I've been there many times. Is it a nice place for meetings? That's the that's the famous Hollywood Hotel. That's where. Uh Yeah, the Roosevelt is the. It's right. It's right down the street from where they filmed Jimmy Kimmel live. Uh huh. So it's like a block down from that. No wonder it costs so much to stay there. It's off of that that kind of like that the uh, uh, Hollywood Boulevard kind of kind of thing. It's where the the Man's Theater is right across the street. Oh, well, that tells you. I, again, I'm not familiar with L.A. hardly at all. So, but yeah, kaching 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 to stay there for a couple of days. Yeah, you'll find that that part of uh, L.A. and Hollywood is extremely busy. It's kind of like Times Square. Oh. It, you'll fi- you'll find it difficult to find parking and well, I'm gonna, lots and lots of people. I'm going to Uber in. So yeah, I used to do meetings on a pretty regular basis at the Roosevelt. So and when I was down there, well, I guess probably just calling them and asking them for an early check-in probably isn't going to fly. I I get into, you never know. You can ask. I, I get into LA at five o'clock in the morning. I uh, do the red eye out of uh, Honolulu. And then, uh, you know, so either I'm going to run around in the clothes that I was in all day or <laughs> maybe I ought to find a motel six to go uh, get uh, uh, a shower uh, and, you know, and, and change before I go over there. So <laughs> well, the hotel has an awesome pool out back. Um, so you can, there's been lots of, lots of movies filmed out there. So maybe that's what I do. Maybe I'll check, check my bags with the front desk and then go with a backpack, <laughs> go yeah, back go. And, and shower at the pool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh. it's a nice part of town. Yeah. So 
There's Norm lots is- of uh, there's lots of uh, characters on the street, you know, like Elvis, the Chewbacca's walking around, that kind of stuff. Well, Norm was going to be there, so I'm sure I talked to him on the phone here a couple of weeks ago. So uh, I'll get caught up with him as well and see how things are going. Of course, Norm yeah. from Podcast One. Well, he's also going to be at the Rain Summit too. So yeah, he's going to be on a panel there, or actually, he's doing a, I guess, a one-on-one. Um, conversation up on stage then the so in vegas i'm going to be staying downtown like i normally do mm-hmm. and uh, so you're staying within walking distance of of you got to come down and hang out with the real people yeah rob down in uh down in old, old town. town in the fremont area is that what you're yeah. talking about yeah. oh the, the real people okay yeah you know let's let's be there's no plastic people in uh and uh of course yeah i'm, I'm not staying up at the uh at at Caesars or, you know, any yeah. of the other nice hotels on the strip, I stay down where the real people are at. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> keeping, keeping yourself grounded, right? Not get too uh, uppity up with yourself. Right? Yeah, I just got tired of staying on the strip. I really did. I mean, circus Circus is fine. It's not, you know, there's real people to hang out at Circus Circus. The what? I'm just tired of Vegas, period. Well, you and me both. I've been down there so many times. It's just um, four days is a long time to be in Vegas as far as I'm I'm concerned. And I'm going to be there seven. So, yeah. I'm sorry, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to come back and be like, need a transfusion or something. (laughs) Yeah. And it's going to be hot down there, too. Good. I'm glad. I can't wait. Yeah cold and rainy on the east coast last week it sucked i it was snow as i was driving to dulles yesterday morning it was snowing there was snow flurries coming down it's yeah. just like you got to be kidding me it's that's that's nuts <laughs> well anyway not we, be happening yes we've digressed and stretched the show as far as we can here today we have <laughs> So any other news going on? I haven't, I mean, uh, like no. you said, it's, it's kind of slowed down quite a bit. Yeah. Things just aren't happening quite as much um, out there. So I'm not quite sure what the, I think that things are going to be pretty slow up until podcast movement and then things are going to pick yeah. up again. Yeah. And I got my team. We're busy because we just announced our new player. I don't know if you've seen it or not. I have, Todd. Looks good. What do you think? think? Did we do a good job? I think you did a good job. It looks good to me. It's yeah, not- we're we're working on a new player too, and a whole whole new back end website publishing the whole the whole shebang. So yeah, we'll get it into PowerPress here shortly, but we're reserving it for customers only. So um, it's not going to be for you know the sixty thousand PowerPress users. It's going to be for you know for those that are customers. So uh, so how are you going to keep that away from the 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 WordPress folks. It'll just be based on your security, you know, based on oh, the the login. Know, yeah, the login. If you have your account synced, which everyone gotcha. that uses our hosting service do, then you'll you'll get access to the player. I'll be able to put it on your website. So Angela's got to get it coded in. I think probably another week it'll drop. But mm-hmm. um, so far, the biggest surprise for us has been is that we've been able to. We, we've had more, we had more customers than we thought we did that were not on WordPress. So we're seeing it spring up everywhere mm-hmm. um, now on non WordPress sites. So Blogger, 
um, folks that had it, there's amazing at the number of variations of sites. Yeah, Squarespace. Yeah, people are using on Squarespace. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what we try to do is we try to make a nice player, but we didn't want to duplicate what SoundCloud had done. We don't have that, you know, the which is fake anyway on SoundCloud. That graphic scheme that they have on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we tied the social stuff in, and I, I'm really pleased with it. Yeah. So, yeah, have you heard any more talk about whether Apple's fixed their kind of feed changing um, system in their new po- Podcast Connect platform? Is there any, have you heard any, any update on that? Um, I don't think I've heard anything new per se. Okay. Um, yeah, I haven't heard anything either. Yeah, I know Steve and James have been out of the pocket off and on here for the last couple of weeks. So, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, and I just have to toot my own horn here. For those of you that haven't seen the new player, I definitely take a take a peek at it. But um, yeah, they worked hard on it, so I'm really excited. But anyway, I think that's all. Um, let's okay. get out of here. Todd or Rob at newmediashow dot com. Of course, you can. Uh, follow you just follow me on twitter at geek news rob there's a couple other ways people can reach you yeah just well on twitter is a great way at rob greenlee and then i'm at robgreenlee.com uh that's two e's on the end and spreaker.com i do do a live show on spreaker called the spreaker live show and that's every wednesday at uh 3 p.m pacific and i've actually kind of changed the format of that show um to be more of a how-to around the Spreaker platform. So just trying to help uh, podcasters understand how to use the, the, the tools and, and things like that. So, um, Oh, and Todd, uh, do we want to do, do a show on the 16th somehow? Uh, that would be in Vegas. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be, um, flying down there. What time Um, do you get in? Let's see here. April 16th. You know what? I don't have it right in front of me. I, I get there at like noon, pick up the car. I probably won't be in the hotel to two. If we do, it'll have to be late afternoon or it'd have to be late afternoon on the 16th. Okay. Let's see here. Yeah. Uh, let's here. Let me look at it. I can see it here really quick. So I, 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 I fly in late on the 16th. So I, I leave here at 7.55 p.m. Oh. So I could could do something. So when are you? I get in the hotel. I'll be in the hotel probably no later than 2 o'clock, I would think. You have to leave for the airport. You have to be at the airport by 5. By 5, by five-ish, yeah. Uh, do you want to shoot for 3 o'clock and do a short one? Sure. 3 on Saturday? Yeah, 3 p.m. on Saturday. That way you... Okay. Okay. It will get be done by four, so you can get out the door. Okay, <laughs> it's a and new I, time for us. Yeah, so three p.m. on Saturday the sixteenth. Yeah, and if I run into any trouble getting into my hotel room, I'll let you know. But I don't foresee any problems. Okay. So, uh, all right, cool. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, we'll be. Uh, I'll be live from Vegas, and Rob will be on his getting ready to go to Vegas. Yep. I'll be here. Okay. Sounds good. 
All right, everybody, thanks so much for being here again. Uh, subscribe at newmediashow.com to the show so that we can listen or watch, uh, depending upon what you like to do there um, via the iTunes link. So we appreciate you listening today, everyone. Thanks for being here. Take care. Thank you. Bye.